You're listening to the Colin Truesdale Jazz Jam here on KCMJ LP 93.9 FM Colorado Springs.
Well, thanks for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen, to yet another week of the Colin Truesdell Jazz Jam here on KCMJ.org and 93.9 FM here in Colorado Springs. We appreciate you very much tuning in. Tonight we have a very special guest. We have somewhat of a legend in the trumpet, uh, in, in the legend of a trumpet player in Colorado Springs. We have Mr. Chris Lawson in the studio tonight. And we also have Mr. Sean Hanlon on the keys, and then I'll be playing a little bass. Uh, but we're going to dive right in and, and, and get to know Chris and all that he's got going on in his, uh, in his, in his um, current musical career and also uh, how he kind of uh, came up. So, Chris, what got you into music in the first place and playing trumpet? Well, let's see. I was, uh, my parents were uh, both music educators, and uh, uh, my, tr- my dad was a trumpet player, so I didn't have much choice. I'm not complaining, but... Uh, <laughs> Didn't have much choice but to get into it, and then uh, discovered jazz uh, relatively early, and uh, it's been kind of my favorite genre since. So you 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 started studying a very early age. Kind yeah, of? yeah. Uh, uh, again, the music educators, you know, the, in the in the home, uh, say a bass clarinet would come on a come in on a spooky part in the on the. TV and p- parents would say, hey, "Listen to that! How that how that Barry Sax is, or that uh, bass clarinet is, uh, uh, you know, making that making that uh, emotion, you know." Uh, so music was a part of my life before I was even born. <laughs> That's awesome. That's yeah. cool. And that and you grew up in Colorado Springs, or where'd you grow up? No, I grew up in uh, Kansas. Grew uh, 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 born in a tiny little town called Lindsburg, Kansas, which is right dead center of the lower forty-eight. And then uh, Dad got the the big gig at the new high school in Wichita uh, in 1961. And uh, again, it's you know mostly the mostly in uh, in uh, in Wichita. Interesting. So um, so when you you were in high school band, probably. Oh right? yeah. And then what was that experience like? Well, I I guess I can brag and say that I was a bit of a prodigy. Uh, was playing the high stuff real real early on and. And moving on from that, uh, shortly after high school, I I uh, joined the uh, U.S. Army and went into the 33rd Army Band in uh, Heidelberg, Germany, and got to got to tour all over all over Europe. It's so really great duty, and uh, did a lot of soloing and and like I say, toured all over Europe and and had a really great experience there. Kind of had a street education in that regard because I played um, that that. Um, that music over there, a lot of the old, uh, you know, Glenn, old Glenn Miller stuff, all the old big band stuff and all that, that sort of thing. And uh, over there and got, got kind of a, like I say, a street education, kind of literally because I was doing a lot of marching too. Interesting. So, <laughs> so was there um, someone that was telling you, hey, there's this opportunity in the Army to play music at, when you're in high school? Because, you know, it, normally people don't know about that opportunity. Well, that's true, I guess. I don't know. I, I was, uh, I, I joined the army when it wasn't very cool to do. <laughs> uh, I'm actually a, a Vietnam era vet, uh, but I never went to Vietnam. I, my my whole uh, my whole thing was uh, in the Naval School of Music in uh, Norfolk, Virginia, <laughs> and that was a, a a pretty positive experience too. Great education. And uh, and then, like I say, the the uh, the playing. I guess my whole point about the my my military band experience was that 
I got to play at, at a huge amount, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes 10, 12 hours a day on stage, you know, going yeah. from beer tent to beer tent. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, I just got a lot of um, experience playing on stage. It's interesting. And why I didn't, you know, sometimes we do these interviews and, and so much stuff comes out that we didn't know about each other. I went to the Armed Forces School of Music. Oh, did you? Yeah. Um, but much later, probably. Yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but it's it's same same stinky old building, though. Oh, yeah. Is it? Is <laughs> yeah. It? Yeah. That, and yeah. right on Little yeah. Creek, uh, yeah. that Little yeah. Creek little, little amphibious Creek, base. Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, you want to play a tune, and uh, and, and then uh, we'll we'll get back at some more questions. Love to. Uh, what are we gonna play? Uh, how about four? Okay.
Well, you're listening to the Colin Truesdale Jazz Dam here on KCMJ.org and 93.9 FM Colorado Springs. We really appreciate you guys tuning in. The show, the Colin Truesdale Jazz Jam, is aimed at supporting local and national acts that are on, on an independent level. So uh, pretty soon we've got some great shows coming up featuring some um, some national independent artists. And we also have some uh, artists that will be still featured from the Colorado Springs area and Colorado. <clears throat> so... Uh, you can always keep up on every single show and all that's happening with the Colin Truesdale Jazz Jam on Facebook. Please like it on Facebook and go to the Colin Truesdale Jazz Jam on Facebook and, and just like the page and please share it with your friends. You can also log into iTunes and please subscribe to the podcast, the Colin Truesdale Jazz Jam. And you can check out every single episode that we have done featuring all these different awesome musicians. And there's a lot of cool interviews up there, a lot of really awesome music including this show. You will be able to find this show uh, probably this week, and then uh, you'll be able to, to download it and subscribe and please share with all your friends. And so back in the studio, though, we've got Mr. Chris Lawson. He's telling us a little bit about how he got his start in music. His parents were very, uh, they were both music educators, strong, a strong musical family, and then he got the opportunity to go serve with the United States Army Band overseas right out of high school, right? Almost. Almost. Yeah. So, uh, so, so, what were some of the coolest things you got to do while you were in, in the army band? Oh, uh, just I, I did a lot of. I'm a show off being a trumpet player, a kind of a natural show off being a trumpet player, I guess. And so I did, I did a lot of soloing, uh, literally all over Europe. I got to got to play Carnival of Venice in uh, in Venice and that sort of thing. So, <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, so it's just, uh, uh, just a. It was a great, like I say, a great education. I got out of the army about the same time my peers were getting out of the out of out of the out of college, and uh, I certainly wouldn't, uh, you know, I don't, I, I don't, uh, wouldn't discourage any any young student uh, from going to college, but certainly. But when I got out of the service, I found I could pretty much play circles around my peers, and uh, so I, I I learned how to play, and they had all the contacts, so they got the gigs, and and uh, and I was I was scrambling, but. Right. And still am, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I, I, you know, you raise an interesting point. Like, <clears throat> I try to tell people that, you know, the because I went into the Navy band right out of high school, and the benefits that that had. You know, I didn't want to go straight to college and and go in all that debt, and so I I went and same type of situation as you. I went and tried I tried to get as much as experience as possible because that at the end of the day, when you go to those universities. Uh, yeah, you can get a degree in performance, but if you don't have any experience, it doesn't mean anything. Right, and uh, then you were able to take advantage of the GI Bill, as, and, as I was. Yeah, and, yeah. Where did you go after the well, army? Well, I, I, uh, I, I kind of wasted it a little bit. Uh, it was on a on a kind of a business thing, and and I didn't waste it entirely because I I got to be a, a rep, got away from the performance end of it for a few years, not entirely away from it but I got to be a rep for uh, King Musical Instruments and then for oh well I guess it was for LeBlanc Musical Instruments first and then for King Musical Instruments and covered a huge area here in the Rocky Mountains and uh, was quite successful would probably still be doing it except that that industry kind of went the way of the car industry and and uh, everything moved to to uh, China and Japan so this was selling instruments? Yeah, selling musical instruments. Uh, I was a, a representative for a major musical instrument manufacturers and going around to the musical instrument uh, 
oh, the, uh, the, the, the music stores, the local music stores, a lot of the mom and pop stores and, um, walking in and selling my stuff, you know, oh, yeah. the, 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 uh, the, the music man, uh, uh story kind of. So know. how long did you do that for? I did it for, uh, almost nine years. And, uh, like I say, uh, the, the, the industry has, it's really kind of sad, but the industry, the, the wind instrument industry, the band instrument industry has kind of died and, uh, kind of moved. Uh, it's all, most of it is, a lot of it has moved off, offshore, which is kind of sad. Mm. But anyway, yeah, uh, and so like I say, I would probably still be doing it. Um, uh, just decided to go back into being a musician and uh, been doing it ever since and been doing that. So that's been almost 20 years ago. So got into playing uh, uh, on cruise ships and uh, still doing that to a certain extent and uh, finally developed my own headliner show and uh, just recently finally put together a whole album cd and uh, i've just been mostly freelancing but i play by the way i i play um um i'm very very happy to say that i've been playing almost 40 years now with the colorado springs philharmonic previously the colorado springs symphony orchestra but the uh, colorado springs philharmonic orchestra um playing with them uh, um quite uh, uh, uh not as much as i'd like but <laughs> anyway i'm uh I'm I'm playing with them pretty uh, semi regularly anyway. So just so we get the timeline correct, so after the army, did you move to Colorado Springs? Yeah, my folks owned a music store here, and so I came to work for them, and then I and then I uh, went to work as a rep after that after after working in their store for about seven years, and then like I say, eight eight almost almost nine years with as a rep working for three different manufacturers or. Uh, wholesale suppliers to the to the music stores and then um, been freelancing really throughout um, you know uh, uh, gigs clear up in the mountains uh, church work uh, uh, military funerals <laughs> taps uh, uh, you name it you know sing dance play a tambourine trumpet especially mm-hmm. uh, uh, anything for a buck Typical. You, you mentioned uh, singing, um, and that's something that that you, you developed a little bit later as a singer. Yeah, I was always um, uh, impressed uh, uh, with, uh, especially people like uh, Louis Armstrong, and uh, so I emulated him on Wonderful World, and found that I could do a pretty good job. Uh, emulating his sound and uh uh so that that kind of got me started i remember kind of just as an aside kind of a fun story i was playing with the wednesday night big band several years ago and uh walked up to the uh, after break i walked up to the bar to get a glass of water of course and uh uh the the little uh cocktail waitress was there and i just uh, we had finished with wonderful world the, the finished the first set with wonderful world and she, I, I could see her out of the corner of my eye. She did a double take at me, and she said, "Oh, you're the singer." And I said, "No, I'm the trumpet player." <laughs> but that that struck me that uh, vocal, the vocal tunes were often um, the things that people paid more attention to. So that's that that kind of encouraged me to start singing more and more, and and the rest is history, I guess. You mentioned uh, "Wonderful World." Can can we play it and I'd hear be, you? I'd be honored. All right, this is. Uh, 
Chris Lawson's version of A Wonderful World here on the Colin Truesdale Jazz Jam. confess I see friends shaking hands saying how do you do they're really saying I love you I hear babies cry I've watched them grow they'll learn much more than I'll ever know and I think to myself what a wonderful world Yes, I think to myself What a wonderful world Sweet a do ba do ba do ba jock
Very nice, very nice. Mr. Chris Lawson here on the Colin Truesdale Jazz Jam singing It's a Wonderful World. Very impressive, man. I guess that that's pretty sweet. You you add the singing and uh and you you up your kind of uh I guess your um your value. <laughs> well, thanks. I I like to think I'm a, a a bit of a triple threat in that uh I also try to be um an all-around entertainer. A, a rapper? No, no. <laughs> no, I won't, I won't go that far. But no, uh, more of an all-around entertainer, you know, headliner where I go on the, on the cruise ships. I, I get in front of the, the, the ship's band and play some of my stuff, which I think we're going to play some of, and, uh, and uh, tell some jokes and, uh, and sing and play some trumpet and, and like that. So it's, yeah. Cool, man. What, so when did you start the, the cruise ship thing and what got you into that? Well, uh, <laughs> okay, I'll be brutally honest here. I had a real painful uh, separation divorce and decided I was going to be a musician. And I was kind of looking for a place to run away to, as as uh, is fairly common in that situation. And so uh, I had the opportunity to go to Hawaii uh, on, a, on uh, American Hawaiian cruises. And uh, I knew this was probably going to be my best opportunity to see Hawaii in depth and so I took the opportunity and and uh, that kind of led me into um, meeting headliners that were working on the ships you know I was with with the with the band of course I was with the with the with the ships orchestras and uh, that led me to meeting headliners that were on the ships and they uh, some of them encouraged me to to get into it because I was doing some singing and, and that sort of thing and so I, I started putting that, all those tracks and all that stuff together, and and uh, uh, I'm it, here. I am, you know. Uh, I I haven't had as much work as I would like, but then uh, that that headliner business seems to be um, a little bit difficult to to break into, even a, for a semi insider like me. So so how long have you been doing it nowadays? Well, the cruise ship business I started that was almost seventeen years ago. Uh, for a long time, I had them convinced that they were uh, lucky to get me when they could. So uh, I was able to dictate short contracts, but they won't hardly let me get away with that anymore. They want to do, they want me to do like, you know, six months or four months or more. Um, uh, but, but for, you know, when I first started, it was like a week and two weeks and, and that sort of thing. So you, you, I don't, I, I never done, I wish I had done some of the cruise ships. In fact, I, when I lived in Miami, uh, it was something that I was really gonna do, but then I, you know, I got married, and that was not gonna happen. Right. Um, but how how does that all work? You see, sign up. Have you done a six month long one before? No, I haven't. I haven't done actually a six month one. The longest one I've ever done is four and a half months, and uh, uh, it was too long. I, you know, I'm uh, at my advanced age now. I I find that I am um, well. I have the uh, American dream, you know. I have uh, what's her name, my wife, and a mortgage, and two dogs, and a cat, and uh, I really enjoy uh, 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 Colorado Springs, especially Colorado in general, in in the, in the summer. Uh, the, the freelance work is good for one thing, and uh, so I would like to be I would like to be here, uh, especially in the summer. But uh, uh, I would like to be here more. Uh, Obviously, you got to as a musician, you have to go where the work is. So mm -hmm. that's kind of one of the reasons why I've kept kept up with that. And then, as I've gotten a few offers to do to come on as a, as a headliner, that's uh, that's been more enticing to 
to be away more. So so what's it what's it like when you're a headliner? So obviously the pay would be more, right? Yeah. And then do you get like your own like mansion inside the ship or something like that? It's it's, it's a long way from a mansion, but uh, <laughs> you know it's still just a it's still just a steel box. But uh, uh, yeah, I, I like to say that uh, even in the even in the bigger room that they might give you uh, and and not having to share it with anybody, uh, you still I still find myself. I like to say that you can do anything you need to do in the bathroom and never move your feet. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> yeah, uh, it is kind of. <laughs> so, so what are they? You know, what are like the, what are the benefits? Because you know, I'm, for people that don't know about the ship, kind of you know, option for musicians, um, what's kind of like the the deal? And then what is the what is like the operational well, aspect of it? I think the big draw, the way they get, music, uh, many of us, uh, including myself, to go out, uh, is you're going to paradise. You know. You, you, you get to go to, to the most beautiful places on earth, um, you know, beaches and, and uh, uh, just, you know, beautiful places. I, I've been up to Alaska uh, several times through the Inside Passage and, uh, you know, seen the whales and, uh, and, the, and all, the, all the cool stuff up there. Uh, been to, again, many of the most beautiful places, on, uh, the most beautiful beaches on earth. Um, so that's kind of the draw is that it's like a paid vacation, you know, paid extensive, extensive, uh, extended vacation. Uh, and that is kind of the draw was kind of the draw still is to a certain extent, you know, yeah. I just love to travel and, yeah. you know, and I've been almost all over the world. I, I, you know, uh, uh, Mediterranean, uh, Australia, New Zealand, of course, um, uh, of course, all over, uh, all, all, all throughout the Hawaiian Islands, many times, uh, same way, even more in the uh, Caribbean. So, like I say, I've seen some of the uh, most beautiful places in, on Earth, and again, I think that's the, probably the draw. Certainly was for me. Um, cool. It's not exactly like you do it for the money, because the money's not that great. Just as at least as an, uh, uh, just as an orchestra guy, you know. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, so we know that you have a, a brand new release, right? Yeah, I, I've never put it all together. My headliner show, all the music is pre-recorded and click-tracked, and all the instruments of the, of the musicians are all on individual tracks. So I can basically mix that uh, those tracks with any mix of musicians that I need to <coughs> on the ships. Or land. Sometimes I, I do. I've done some land shows too, but um, uh, I basically took those tracks plus s- uh, several more, of course, uh, and put them all together and uh, remixed them and mastered them, which was an incredible, incredibly huge, m- much bigger job than I expected it to be. Uh, but I basically remixed and mastered all of those tracks, and that's what this this new uh, CD album is all about. And you can uh, check it out at my website. Uh, the the uh, uh, you can basically find the, my my website and a bunch of videos and uh, and uh, uh, Facebook page, all at Hot Lips Lawson. Hot Lips is a name that I'm not uh, maybe not that enamored with, but it kind of fits, and I've got it all to myself. So I uh, you know if if but if you if you search Hot Lips Lawson, all this stuff will come up, and you can check out my. CD and, and the website is hotlipslawson.com, hot, right? Hot, that's right. It's hot, www.hotlipslawson, one word, small case, dot com. Cool. All right, man. Can we hear some of this, right? 
Sure, uh, yeah. So this is, um, we talked about In the Mood as the first track here, right? Sure. Uh, this is actually uh, an arrangement. I, Doc Severinsen is kind of one of my idols. He, he is my idol. <laughs> and uh, uh, this was written for Doc Severinsen and the uh, uh, NBC Orchestra uh, with a little twist of my own thrown in. And uh, pretty cool. Awesome. In the Mood here with Chris Lawson on the Colin Truesdell Jazz Jam. <laughs> Awesome. That was uh, Chris Lawson's arrangement of In the Mood here on the Colin Truesdale Jazz Jam. We're, we're uh, visiting with Chris Lawson in the studio here talking about his latest recording. And uh, what isn't the CD, the CD's called Remembering Trumpet Legends, correct? That's right. Uh, I, uh, it's it's a, little, a little beyond that because it's got some Beatles on it. But of course, um, uh, uh, Paul uh, was a, uh, was it Paul? I think it was Paul <laughs> was a uh, was a cornet player, so I guess that counts, right? I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So 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 basically, how did you get the concept for this album? Uh, well, I had a lot of people asking me at at the at the shows that I was doing for for recording, so I knew I needed one, you know. Just and 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 more importantly than that, for me personally, is it's uh, gives me a bit of a legacy now. That I finally got it. You know, down on plastic. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and uh, so yeah, I, you know that that was that was kind of the impetus for it. I I, I knew I, I I've known for for years that I've needed to put put it all together, and and it was relatively easy since I had all the tracks together already. Cool. Uh, so, um, what what was the inspiration for all these different tracks? So the so next one we talked about listening to um, is a Bill Chase tune, right? Right. Uh, get it on. Uh, get it on in the morning. Is uh, Billy Chase? He's uh, a, a kind of a trumpet god for us uh, trumpet pickers, anyway. And uh, he's 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 passed away uh, uh, many years ago, 70, 74, as a matter of fact. Um, but uh, died here in Colorado in a in a plane crash, as a matter of fact. And I was really uh, 
broken up over that. But yeah, this is uh, this is written for written by and for Billy Chase's band Chase, and uh, you you might not recognize it, but it's it's a pretty cool tune. Awesome. Well, this next tune is uh, off of his latest off of Chris Lawson's latest CD, uh, Remembering Trumpet Legends. This is Get It On. Oh yeah! <laughs> I was telling seventies for you. I was telling Chris Lawson over the break uh, that was one of my jams in high school, and it's kind of interesting how that's like a, you know, it doesn't matter what gener- generation you're in, yeah. you know. Yeah, I wore out my eight track in my '69 Firebird 400 four-speed four-barrel uh, <laughs> uh, on that tune. As a matter of fact, <laughs> mine was like a, a CD. Yeah, <laughs> a yeah, CD right. and. In an old Cadillac Broham. Oh yeah, that, yeah, a Brom, yeah, the yeah, Brom package. Yeah, yeah, yeah I had yeah. that. You know, one of those. It was like a tank. Yeah, you yeah. Know, driving yeah. those things around. Awesome, man. Um, well, uh, so 
we were talking a little bit about the the recording process. What was the recording process? How long did all this take to put together? Well, a bunch of years. I've started putting the show together, my headliner show, probably close to 10 years ago. And uh, again, I did it by pre-recording all the music. It, I, I, it was a takeoff on the uh, the uh, the production shows that they have on the, on board the ships, where you got the singers and dancers, and the 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 band, the live musicians will all often be in a pit, mixed with the tracks. And so I, I kind of took off from that and 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 went went uh, several steps beyond because again each of the of each instrument in these tracks is is on the, on an individual track so that for instance if I've got a tenor sax player missing you know he's uh, got sick or something uh, I can just I, I've got it on the track and if I any other live musicians that I've got whether it's drums or bass or trumpet or anything uh, I can just mute those tracks oh, I see and so if you have a live drummer you just, you just put him to the click and he plays with the tracks right right it's all click tracked cool yeah. awesome. Right. Mm-hmm. So you could potentially go out there with just a drummer. That's right. I could. I, well, I could go out out there uh, all by myself yeah. with just the tracks, but that'd be karaoke. I don't really want to do that. I I, I really kind of need the band to f- you know feed off of, and you know it's it's so much more fun if I've got a live band. Besides, yeah. it looks kind of weird when you've got a full orchestra coming through the speakers and and two people behind you. Right. You know? <laughs> right. Well, uh, we've got another another track off of the album. Um, th- you want to talk a little bit about this one? Sure. This is uh, this is the Beatles medley, uh, what uh, the arranger uh, calls Rhapsody in Fab Four. The arranger is uh, uh, my good friend Tom Wilson. He is the uh, associate conductor for the Colorado Springs Philharmonic, and also the uh, second trumpet player for the for the Philharmonic. And uh, because he's conducting quite a bit more, he's a very talented conductor. And, and, and also an inc- incredibly talented uh, arranger. So I'm really, really honored to, to have, have had him r- literally arrange this tune specifically for me to play with the Colorado Springs Philharmonic. And I played it with uh, other orchestras as well now. And uh, it's, uh, it's just the, the coolest arrangement of a, of a Beatles medley. Again, he calls it uh, Rhapsody in Fab Four. It's got uh, uh, this big um, classical production uh, kind of a big fanfare at the top and then uh, goes into a, a, a trumpet cadenza long trumpet cadenza and then it gets into the into the rhythm of the of the tunes but it also includes a uh, uh, piccolo trumpet on penny lane uh, it seems to be everybody's favorite and all and it, then it ends up on this big uh, huge uh, uh, maynard-esque <laughs> uh, hey jude so uh, it never never fails to bring the house down on on the headliner shows. Awesome! Here is uh, the Beatles medley off of Chris Lawson's latest CD, "Remembering Trumpet Legends."
Very cool stuff. Thanks, man. I appreciate you coming on the show and letting us listen to all this good music. My uh, pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, man. And and if you're interested in um, in checking out Chris, where can they go again? Well, uh, hotlipslawson.com is my website address. But if you just uh, Google uh, or search for uh, Hot Lips Lawson, uh, two words, you'll find a whole bunch of stuff, including the website. Awesome. Uh, so anything coming up in the future or anything Nothing other than uh, uh, just the freelance stuff. I do have plans to put together uh, CD release parties, uh, probably both here and in Denver, maybe more than one uh, here and in Denver, and uh, uh, hopefully do some more of my uh, my sh- my actual shows, uh, uh, the, the sim- similar to the to the shows that I do on ship uh, here on land. And maybe that'll coincide with the, I'm hoping that it'll coincide with the CD le- release parties. Awesome. Well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in to the Colin Truesdale Jazz Jam here on KCMJ.org and 93.9 FM here in Colorado Springs. Uh, We hope you enjoyed the show. If you really enjoyed the show, please log on to Facebook and like the show, the Colin Truesdale Jazz Jam. And then please share it with all your friends. Bring your friends to the next show. The show airs every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Mountain Daylight Time. And then we get to have a re-air of the Sunday night show on Tuesdays at 4 p.m. So while you're driving home, just click over to 93.9 FM Colorado Springs KCMJ. You can check out this show. Uh, You can also go to iTunes and please, please, please download um, and subscribe to the podcast, The Colin Truesdale Jazz Jam on iTunes. So we hope to see you next time. We're going to end you end with a track here off of my first record. This is a track that is for the late, great Oscar Peter Pettiford called uh, Trickertism. So see you later, everybody. Have a good day. Thank you.